Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Extra Sauce Podcast. It's my fancy sauce. I want some fancy sauce. Yeah. I'm not done using it. With the czar of sauces, Greg Hill. We have to change just for one week the title of the podcast. Yeah. I cannot. We cannot talk. I agree. We can't talk about Harvey Weinstein. Mm. Uh, sorry, Harvey Weinstein, and and refer to the podcast as extra yeah. sauce. Uh, it's not it makes me nauseous. Well, the whole uh, all I think of is potted plant when I when I and I and so what, what extra juice? Well, that doesn't. No, work. that's even worse. That's a, <laughs> Extra meat? Extra, no, that's, no, 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 it's nothing. There's really extra creep. Extra, extra bread. Uh, yeah, that, okay, that's neutral. <laughs> that's good. That's neutral. That's excellent. Um, <laughs> we are going to be joined on the podcast this week by a, a counselor, somebody who deals with sex addicts and uh, is a uh, is a an expert in treating. Mm-hmm. Uh, sexual addiction and yep. uh, compu- compulsive uh, sexual yeah, behavior. Specifically, this guy works with men with compulsive sexual behavior. Now, define yeah. that because I find myself on Instagram. Oh, I'm, I'm always on Instagram looking at at smoke show chicks. Is that is, is that no? Like, I think that, we're talking more of the you know ejaculating into a potted plant. Okay, thing. all right, okay, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, if you've gotten to that point while you're looking at Instagram, no, you, you may want to contact no, 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 someone. No. Oh. And my current diet condition, I'm actually eating the plant materials. That's it. That's the I, okay. I, the vegetables are what? Hopefully without the sauce. No, 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 no. Obviously, shoo. <laughs> I mean, I, oh my god. Well, there's it, nothing we can say here that's not going to be disgusting. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So we should probably treat it in a serious, somewhat right. serious manner. But um, it's been a very interesting week, you know. Uh, Harvey Weinstein is the producer at uh, the Weinstein Company, which used to be called Miramax, and uh, is considered by many to be one of the most powerful, or was considered by many to be one of the most powerful people in Hollywood. And on Friday, the last Friday, the New York Times released an expose which, uh, in which uh, they alleged that, and many women alleged that he had committed sexual assault on them. And uh, everyone from uh, Rose McGowan to Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. to uh, Angelina Jolie all tell a very similar story. And, and that is that uh, he would invite them to a meeting and that meeting would most likely be in a hotel or in his uh, one of his apartments, and he would then ask for a massage or uh, ask them to take a bath with him, or he'd come walking out in a, in a robe but wearing nothing else. And um, I mean, it's really it's disturbing. It's and, and I think you know, you said to me, let's try to talk to an expert and figure out why 
how how somebody does that how, uh, my, over and over and over again. My my question is, how do you get to that point? And I understand power comes into play because yeah. you feel like you're so powerful. But how do you get to a point where you are, you know, uh, publicly masturbating while cornering a woman yeah. and you ejaculate into a plant, or or you you want them to watch you shower? You know, and 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 what drives that? Yeah, you know, and and I'm, I know there's no simple answer, but I, I was curious to see how someone who's so powerful and so successful, you know, yes. gets to that point. And the horror for these women of not being able to say anything about it because they're worried about where their next job is going to be, or they're worried that 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 he's not going to. You know he's going to tell everybody else in the other studios not to hire him, and I mean it's uh, it's just uh, it's really disturbing. It's 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 really, and I don't believe, you know, you 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 had Ben Affleck apologizing this week. Um, I uh, was just I just saw that Oliver Stone had uh, basically said about Harvey Weinstein that he was Oliver Stone was going to wait on offering up uh, a condemnation until he had been proven to be guilty and there's a woman uh, a, a playmate who has come forward now today and said that that uh, he groped Oliver Stone groped her at a party 26 years ago and I assume that's because Oliver Stone didn't condemn Harvey Weinstein so I mean mm-hmm. I, it mm-hmm. seems like it it may be maybe behavior that is more common in Hollywood I, I than would, it is than it is in a regular in a regular workplace. But I, I, I would think so because of that that particular industry and how there are some like with with these women who are coming out. You know, it's awful what happened, but there are different degrees. Yeah, you know, like uh, and and LB brought it up on the show a lot. Some women are okay with using sex to advance their careers. Right. You know, right. so those women do it consensually, knowing it'll get them somewhere. But when it, you know, forcing it upon someone or threatening no. someone's career, no, it's never. Yeah, that's, it's it's yeah, this, that's, it's frigging gross. The um, but the the you know, you have a lot of attractive people in Hollywood, and you have, as you said, you have you know some men or women, I suppose, who are willing to sleep their way to the top. Um, but then you have a guy like this who becomes, I believe, a predator. And mm-hmm. uh, the the reason I'm excited about talking to Leo is because I don't understand how somebody in their mind gets to the point where that predatory behavior seems normal to them, right. or it seems it seems every day to mm-hmm. them. I mean, I you know we played some audio on the show today where Harvey Weinstein said he uh, made a mistake and he was hoping to get a second chance. This was, yeah, he made it sound like he had uh, said something, said something inappropriate at the office. Right. Right. That's what he made it sound like. And I made a mistake. I just need to say, it's like, okay, well three over three decades. Yeah. Yeah. That's not not just like a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. So we are joined right now on this podcast by, by Leo Keating, who is a counselor with the New England Forensic Associates. And, uh, Leo, thank you very much for giving us a little extra you-know-what on Harvey Weinstein. Uh, No problem. Thanks for having me. So Harvey Weinstein is, in your opinion, a sex addict, I suppose, until you treat somebody you don't know. But 
Well, how do you decide? How do you how do you decide if somebody is a sex addict or they're just really really creepy? Um, well, <laughs> certainly I haven't met, interviewed, or assessed Mr. Weinstein, so I can't really talk about him specifically. But I can talk about um, you know kind of folks in positions of power who have engaged in sexual misconduct. Yes, um, you know, kind of in kind of in general. Um, I do think you're right. I do think that there is a sense for some people once they get themselves into trouble. Um, you know, to sort of seek treatment as a way to avoid that. And it's hard to know for each individual if that, you know, really is in fact the case, you know, if they really do need treatment or if in fact they are just trying to avoid responsibility. Um, When when it comes to, you know, you talk about power and, you know, I I suppose you could use Bill Clinton as an example or or Harvey Harvey Weinstein. Is is this in... Is this in all of us, in our sexual nature, that if we were to be powerful, we we could act like this? No, I certainly don't think so, because there are so many people who are in positions like that who don't engage in this type of misconduct. I do think there is a common theme amongst folks who do get themselves into this type of trouble or who engage in sexual misconduct. And I think it's just an overall lack of empathy. Um, You know, they really don't see their behavior as being detrimental to others, um, you know, many people have asked, you know, why would someone in this position, uh, you know, sort of force themselves on someone sexually when they could, you know, just engage in consensual sex yeah. quite easily. Yeah. Um, and I think that, that the answer is uh, several fold, but the first of which is that they really don't see their behavior as being detrimental to the other people involved. They justify it in their own mind in such a way that, um, you know, they kind of see it as being, uh, being quite normal. Leo, in, in my fully unqualified opinion, I don't think he's a sex addict because, I don't know, wouldn't a sex addict with someone with the means that Harvey Weinstein has be able to buy escorts of all grades and, and, and sizes and shapes and everything he really needed? He had the money to do that. Certainly, and I think that for uh, kind of all individuals who engage in sexual misconduct, um, their motivations vary quite highly. Um, you know, for some people it's it's just sex, and for other people it's, um, you know, kind of power and control. Um, I think for for most people that would find sex easily easy to attain, either through you know normal means or through escorts or, or other things, um, that their motivations for engaging in you know sexual misconduct might not be just for the sexual gratification. And I, I do think that when people see this behavior, they assume that the only reason that an individual is doing it is is for that gratification. But in fact, there's often many other motivating factors, um, you know, such as uh, such as controlling other people. You know, the the Hollywood environment is very sexualized. <clears throat> it's uh, it's full of uh, the beautiful people. Um, I assume that you know, like in other areas of, of business and, and other areas of life, there is a lot of flirtation that goes on. Is it difficult for either a male or a female in power to understand that uh, a flirtatious actress or, or a flirtatious actor is just merely that, or do they start to believe in their mind that that person really wants to have sex with them? Yeah, no, I think re- people do get distorted. People in, in positions of power really can come to think that their behavior is justified, you know, almost no matter what, even if they're, you know, assaulting people and hurting them and, you know, doing bad things to them. Um, you know, for many of the folks that I've seen who are in positions of high power, fame, fortune, 
whatever the case may be, they, they really they, they do not see their behavior as as hurting the other person. They see it as, you know, uh, sort of an entitlement often. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so interesting. <clears throat> you know, Gwyneth Paltrow, I think, is a good example of this, where you would often see Gwyneth Paltrow with him, you know, at an award show or at a at a party. And and she would you know, she would comment on on him and, and how 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 much of a, uh, a genius he was when it when it came to film. Um is that a, you know, and then, of course, she comes forward this week and said that he tried to do that to her. Is that a, I mean, is that something where she has a victim, like, mentality? Or is, uh, or, you know, was it not, was it was it not that big of a deal in her mind at the time? Or other people are being victimized? I just, you know, you don't see her recoiling when she's mm-hmm. with him. All right. Yeah, well, I think it's important not to lose uh, sight of the fact that for for people that are in this type of, of super powerful role, um, that there is a whole world full of people that have to play ball with them. Mm. You know, that if you want to be in Hollywood, if you want to get anything done, if you want to have fame and fortune as opposed to the rest of the, um, you know, acting population, um, you know, there is some pressure to do things that may be not in your best interest or detrimental to you or um, quite shameful. And I think that many of these individuals will um, be forced to engage in, in you know, actual conduct or uh, to sort of be obsequious and acquiesce to these folks, um, even though deep down inside it really is it really is painful. And I wouldn't hold too much faith in things that you see kind of in the public domain. I don't mm. think that that's necessarily an accurate representation of what the folks involved mm. might really be feeling. Yeah. Um, well, what about the case of, of uh, Harvey Weinstein and Asia Argento? Now, she claims he sexually assaulted her, yet later on had a relationship with him. Yes. And got to know his family, and they even traveled together uh, and, and did things like that. So it may not be as, you know, like Gwyneth Paltrow just appearing somewhere with him, but they carried on a relationship. Does that, do you see that? happen at all and with what you do well there are certainly people that um are successful at victimizing others over long periods of time and through that kind of uh um victim victimizer relationship convince folks to do all sorts of things that aren't in their best interest i mean you see this most frequently in kind of domestic violence relationships where you have these men that are terribly abusive to their wives and yet they stay with them almost uh you know in the in the face of of sanity you know anyone on the outside looking in is saying how on earth could you do that and it's really because they're quite terrorized um that they're not thinking clearly and that they don't feel like that they have any other options so well i don't know about his case specifically i do see people that are are victims um and it causes them to to make terrible judgments it seems now that in this case it was really one of the worst kept secrets in Hollywood. It, most people in Hollywood were well aware of his reputation. What uh, ends up being the the psychology of a spouse in this kind of situation? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think a lot of it. I think spouse, business partners, and many others involved. A lot of it's financially driven. These people make tremendous sums of money. Um, you know, the, the folks at the, uh, at the companies where these people work who pay off the victims, who hide the information, 
um, who actually, you know, set up these liaisons to yes. one degree or another. They're all complicit in it, and I would say that most of the other other parties are in it for um, for strictly financial reasons. Yeah. Um, and they, and they managed to look past the misconduct to you know kind of one degree or another um, because of those financial reasons. In terms of spouses, I think that there's all sorts of motivations, um, and it's 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 often difficult to see um, problems in our spouses that are significant. Um, and that, that may appear apparent to everyone else, um, um, but it's easy to, to kid yourself or look past them. I know the answer to this, but I think it's important that you say it. Um, in Harvey Weinstein's case, he originally started to use the fact that he came of age in a different era in Hollywood in the, in the 60s, mm-hmm. and, and things were different. There, they, they, uh, that coming of age in that period of time, like a free love period of time, doesn't make what happened acceptable, correct? No, of course not. And, I mean, there's always been this expression, kind of the casting couch. Yes. Which, you know, which is, is kind of widely um, accepted. But, it, I mean, it really should be called the rape couch, you know, because <laughs> what you're saying is you're taking kind of unconsenting women and forcing them to have sex to get roles in films or TV shows or, or whatever the case may be. But there um, are, but there are probably, I mean, I think the, 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 the difficult line would be that there are some women and some men who probably do sleep their way to the top consensually in right. Hollywood, right? Sure. And that, that is uh, certainly true. And I think that that just exacerbates the problem Yeah, because then the, the perpetrator of the offense, it's easy for them to say, well, you know, um, Bob or Sally did this, yeah. so everyone must want to. Well, they would say, you know, you know I, the New York, the, the New Yorker piece that came out this week, um, woman after woman after woman uh, mentioned, and I thought it was weird that in the course of trying to, you know, to make this happen and trying to have sex with these women, and, and as he began to try, to, essentially, to try to abuse them, he would bring up. The actress, the well-known actresses who he said had done it with him, is that his form of coercion, or uh, you know, you know, they did it, so it's okay for you to do it? Yeah, well, I think that these these folks that engage in this behavior will use all types of manipulation to justify what's going on. You know, they'll minimize their misconduct. They'll compare other people. Um, they'll use drugs and alcohol. Um, you know, they'll take you on exotic trips. All of those things are ways in which to justify um, their own manipulations. And you can certainly understand how people, young, immature, perhaps unsophisticated, naive people, could succumb to all these things. Mm. Um, you know, it's, it's easy to kind of understand how some um, uneducated starlet from nowhere is, you know, falls victim to someone who, you know, takes them on a private yacht and, you know, gives them champagne and, and sushi. Yeah. Um, I have a question about his his pattern, his specific actions, and I don't know what they mean, or maybe you would have a better idea of, of how he got to this point where he would usually have them come to him, and then he would show up in a robe, uh, you know, open. Uh, but it was mostly he would want them to watch him shower or yes, take a or bath, take a bath, or yeah. clean himself. Yeah. Uh, can you is do you have any idea of how he got to that point? Like what may, I know you don't know him, you've never talked to him, but what yeah. may motivate so, a person to want to do those particular actions? Yeah, so I don't so I don't know for him in particular, but I do know that some people who are going to victimize others, they sort of want to kind of desensitize them to whatever type of abuse they're going to get involved with. Um, 
so it's far far easier for for someone to say, "Hey, can you give me a back rub or rub my feet or you know meet me for a drink than it is to say, "You know, let's go upstairs and have sex." So I think for some people, what they're doing is kind of feeling out the other person mm. that it's a way in which to sort of um, assess if they're willing to participate in this um, this type of thing, either you know semi willingly or um, you know if if a little bit more pressure is applied will will they succumb is you know is somebody like him able to get better yeah so i do um i mean i run a treatment program that's what i do for a living uh so i do think that most people who have engaged in sexual misconduct uh can uh can get better um but i think that it has to sort of have a complete change in the way that they think um for someone that's unwilling to understand um, the way in which their actions have affected other people, it really takes kind of a long course of therapy to give them kind of what we call victim empathy, to have them develop an understanding of how their actions really have um, affected people um, and, and looking at their own sort of personality flaws that allow them to engage in misconduct um, and trying to make those changes. I, I would imagine he'd have to remove himself from this environment. Because I just yeah, feel like that a drug dealer, right? This environment yeah. is conducive to that behavior, yeah. you know, and and it's like he's had people helping him. Yeah, he's got a enablers to to get better yeah. to get out of that whole area. Well, and I think you bring up a good point that his behavior, um, this behavior in general, doesn't occur in a vacuum. Um, that if there are other people that either are facilitating it or concealing it, um, or are you know completely complicit in it. Um, that, that they have culpability as well. And I think for the individual that's engaging in the misconduct, if they're in a setting like that, um, it's only likely that it's going to continue. You know, if you don't, if, if there are no consequences to anything you, you've done, um, no one calls you out on it, and in fact, it gets facilitated, you know, then I think it's unlikely that someone just of their own volition is, is likely to stop. Um, now, that being said, I do think that there are individuals who eventually identify themselves um, as having a problem because they finally step over some line that they felt like, you know, they really should not have crossed. Um, you know, the the um, substance abuse equivalent is that is kind of hitting rock bottom. You know, yeah. someone who does something, it's like, oh, Lord, what have I done now? <clears throat> well, thank you for joining us to give us a little. I was going to, I mean, the name of the podcast is Extra Sauce, but I don't want to say you give us extra sauce on Harvey Weinstein, but I, I thank yeah. you. <laughs> uh, and uh, now Thanks. let me ask you uh, about treatment. Um, do you treat those who are addicted to sex with themselves asking for a friend, uh, asking for a friend? Yeah. So we treat, we treat people that have all types of sexual compulsions ranging from the most mild sort of, you know, chronic porn watching and masturbation yeah. to the most extreme, you know, pedophilia and violent sexual assaults. So if you're anywhere, if your friend is anywhere on that spectrum, they can certainly give me a call. I can help them out. All right. Thanks a lot for joining us. No problem. Thank okay. you. Interesting stuff. Just weird, weird, very weird. The whole thing is very weird and very disturbing. Yeah, and extremely complicated. Yeah. This isn't like you can't, like one sexual predator is definitely, it's not like a blank, you can't make a blanket statement aside from the fact that it's all pretty sick. Yeah. But there's so many factors that, that go into, you know, 
It's why this yeah. is why this is why I watch Dateline because there's nothing sexually erotic about Dateline whatsoever. It doesn't never even it never even gets into my head. Wasn't Chris Hansen on Dateline? Well, was it, well yeah, that was the yeah, that was like uh, creepy. Yeah, uh, that was the creepy yes, part. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't get turned on at all while watching Dateline. Yeah. And why, well, but, let me tell you something about Dateline. Yeah. It's always the husband, always right? <laughs> yes, that's right, Chew. It always. is. It's always, it's always, always the husband. husband. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to Extra Sauce. And if you enjoyed it this week or any other week, then please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And we'll be back next week with another episode of Extra Sauce. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.